0: This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario.
1: Hi Rebecca. As you know, the shortlist for Canada Reads 2022 has been announced on Wednesday, January twenty sixth, And I thought it would be fun to start off this episode with a little comparison of our predictions.
0: Yeah, I think that is a great idea. So how many did you get correct?
1: I got two of the five correct. So I had picked Scarborough and What Strange Paradise, and those have both been shortlisted.
0: That's great. And I picked I got three correct this year, which I I think I've done that before in the past, but I'm really excited because I picked Five Little Indians, also Scarborough, but I think my surprise one, maybe to some readers out there, was uh, Life in the City of Dirty Water. That one made it as well. Yep. Good books. It's a great list. It is. I really think that Now, I mean, I realize this is, I think, only like my fifth year, but this (laughs) is a strong list of contenders, which I think makes it even harder for us today because we are going to pick which one we think is going to win (laughs) and give our kind of our rationale about it. And this is a tough field. And right before we were starting to record, we both sort of told each other how, like when... We decided we had picked our winner and mine was 20 minutes
1: ago. Yeah. Mine was two minutes before I, (laughs) (laughs) all of a sudden I had an inspiration. I'm like, that's it. Yep. I'm going with it. So I think mine might be
0: a bit of a controversial decision. Mm. So I am actually going to let you go first because I like to Mm -hmm. throw out my surprise at the end and, and hopefully keep everybody listening just hanging on the edge of their seat. A little drama. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So what? So how do you want to do this? Do you want to tell us You like your rationale leading up to it and then your pick? How do you want to do oh,
1: this? I wish I could say that I had some rationale because I think I've been thinking about it all day. So, but for the last 12 hours <laughs> and... <laughs> trying to come up with some kind of rationale. And then you would send me a couple of hints trying to help me. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> I should think of some, think of it in that way. And I would choose a book and then I'd be like, oh, but book B would make a great choice. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go with book B. Oh, book C would also fit the theme so well. So like I said, two minutes before I logged on to record with you, I chose. And I went with my heart. I wish I could say that I had some more Ooh. rationale. I know everything just kind of. So after all of this, the book I chose is What Strange Paradise by Omar el uh defended by Tarek Hot. I
0: think no matter which titles we pick or which title we pick. It's going to be a winner. I mean, we we can't lose with any of them because they're so strong. So tell me why that one speaks to you more than, say, the others in terms of being the the winner, I should say.
1: Oh, um, wow. That's a tough question to answer, only because I think I could give reasons for any of these five books to be the book at the end of the week. But this one, I read it probably the most. So I've read three of the five books. This is the most recent one that I'd read. Um, so it's, I can't even say it sticks in my head a little bit more because how do you forget I Five Little Indians was one of them and you can't forget that book. But this is the most recent one. I loved it. I loved the two main characters, the two children. There's, well, a young boy and the teenage girl. And the ending just stuck with me. And I kept considering the um, theme, which is one book to connect us while still reflecting on community and who we are in the world we live in. And this book, although not set in Canada at all, it's about the refugee circumstance and facing what seems to be an insurmountable obstacle and how we get through it and i just feel at this point in the world in world history uh everyone seems to be looking in upon themselves like i find it's with everything that we've got going on in the world and i'm not going to say what's going everyone knows i i find there's so much everyone's it's becoming a little more self-centered and we're not looking past our borders or even our own like Country borders. And this book forces you to look past your own comfortable borders, which we have in Canada. Very, you know, we live in a really great country. Most of us are fairly privileged and comfortable. And I think we're not being forced to look beyond our comfort sometimes and at what other people are experiencing. And this book forces you to do that. And I loved the book. I think that's
0: really beautiful the way you put that actually because I do think, you know, what's going on in the US mimics what's going on in Canada and vice versa. I think we we are very connected in that way. And I think, you know, I've read Five Little Indians in Scarborough and I am actually just started What Strange Paradise. Now, I loved American War so much. And it's interesting that you said the ending of What Strange Paradise really sticks with you, because that's how I feel about American War. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to hear that I'm going to probably go through another one of his books or his second book, actually, and end up with the same feeling that that ending will stick with me. Yes. So that's kind of exciting. So yeah. Now, I, because I'm a competitive person my whole life, I love sports. I played sports as a kid and as a young adult and everything. And I watch a lot of sports. I took a different path to get to my winner (laughs) and I made it very like strategic. And, you know, I put a lot of thought into it. So here's what I came up with. So I started thinking about, because really at the last minute, I wanted to confirm the theme, which we kind of thought was community, sort of, they had said. And then all of a sudden, I read where it said one book to connect us. So I feel like community and what connects us might be slightly different. There's a slightly different tone for me. So that's when I really locked in on my decision. But I first thought about all five books. And I feel like because it is such a strong field. I think they're going to want to vote the strongest books out first. And I do think the obvious one in this way that could kind of go out first in my mind was Washington Black, because it's Mm -hmm. the only one that's historical. And I think if they're talking about what connects us, people may, because the other four are so strong in their voices about what's going on today, that I feel like, eh, Washington Black might go out first. So that's, so uh, that's my rationale, right? So I'm thinking yep. and thinking like, how is the competition going to go? I did a lot of research on your defenders mm-hmm. because I don't, unfortunately, I didn't know any of, well, actually I knew one of them, Tarek Headhead, because I actually did a few years ago, I got his chocolate, uh piece by chocolate uh, delivered to my house in Michigan, which was kind of cool. And so I do know him. The other ones I'm afraid I didn't know. So, anyway, I kind of voted out Washington Black first, maybe. And then because I feel like the other ones are so strong, I think they're going to sort of knock each other out. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And when I thought about the defenders and I watched some videos to see how they present themselves and how they speak and how they might make their arguments, the one I'm going with Mm -hmm. for my winner is. Life in the City of Dirty Water. Wow. Yep. Nobody's expecting that one to win, I don't think, because the other ones are so strong. But here's kind of why. You know, Suzanne Simard is a professor. And I thought, this is a woman who has spent her entire career intellectually discussing things, right? Like Mm -hmm. with her students and with she, she I watched some videos of her giving speeches and things, and I feel like she's just going to be so polished and so nail her discussion. And also in terms of one book to connect us, what I love, and I haven't read it yet because I just had it delivered today, but the book, Life in the City of Dirty Water, I thought it. it seems to, it's a memoir, and it mm-hmm. seems to really take this young man from his you know, from his childhood. And I read the opening where his mother wrote this just beautiful statement about her son. I was just just kind of brought tears to my eyes. And he kind of goes through his life and he ends up being an activist. And he kind of does, he follows this path that has him in, you know, trauma and then success and then activism. And I thought, talk about something that connects all of us. Like his whole life seems to be this trajectory of accomplishment and connection so that's why I picked that book. Mm.
1: I can't wait to read that book that's one I haven't read yet and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: So well it's funny because one of our friends said she tried reading it and she just did not care for it and she ended Mm. up just like kind of kicking it to the curb and then it became it ended up on the short list and so she said well maybe I just won't even read that one and I thought oh no. And even though I knew that she said that, I thought, I'm still going to go with it because I'm kind of thinking, like I said, that the other books are so strong that from a competition standpoint, because at the end of the day, it's still a competition. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like others might vote the other strong ones off. And this one might be kind of left standing, but that she might
1: make a really good case for it. So that's kind of my rationale. No, that's a good rationale. That's good. I'm looking forward to, because um, part of my rationale to, not although I just said I didn't have it, although I am looking forward to hearing Turek um, defend this book with his background as a Syrian refugee. And I've heard a couple of interviews with him. So I'm really in- excited to hear him defend it. And the other reason I went with it or went with this book um i've been fortunate enough to attend a, a reading of with omar sorry in which omar read i was not with him reading of course <laughs> but which uh, a couple of years ago uh, for, um when american war was released which was such a, a serious book so i didn't know what to expect from the reading and i got there and he was so delightful and funny and relax. that I love him. I love him. So he's got a wicked sense of humor, I think. And then shortly before I logged on to talk to you, I watched the video of Tarek with Mark Critch from This Hour Has 22 Minutes. And he also has a wicked sense of humor, I believe. And so I am, I'm like, I feel like that's kind of a pair meant to be. So I think he's going to do a great job defending it.
0: You know, it's really funny because if I took off my mantle of competitiveness, Mm -hmm. I think I probably, it's, it's why I struggle today because I really was looking at Five Little Indians, Scarborough, and What Strange Paradise. I was really looking at those three. And even though I haven't read What Strange Paradise, of course, I know I'm going to love it because I loved American War so much. But. The thing that's interesting about Scarborough is, you know, and you have, you had, wait a minute, you have read that one or you have not No,
1: I haven't. Yeah.
0: Okay. The one thing I will say about it, which is really, I think for me, a little sort of almost kind of cutting edge in my mind is that she shows both sides of community, like community together and striving to make improvements and changes and, and live a better quality of life. But she does so, show the other side, which is the racism and the way we divide ourselves within a community. And it's it's everybody. It's not like, oh, one person's a villain or one uh, group is a villain. It's like everybody has some stake in that. So that's what's really fascinating to me about it. But What Strange Paradise, that's exactly why I feel like with terror he is going to be able to tell that story better than anyone in the defense of this book. So I kind of feel like if I was forced to pick a second book, which of course I don't get to, but I, well, it's our podcast, so we get to do what we want. Of course you do. I would back you up and say, if I'm totally wrong on my theory of competition, I think it could very well be what Strange Paradise.
1: Okay. Yeah. If I had to choose a second one, it would be Scarborough, actually. Even yeah. without having read it. That was the two I was kind of torn between.
0: My only question is, do we really and I watched some videos of um Malia Baker, but do we really think a young person can withstand the pressure, not well, maybe not pressure, but that ability To make her argument over the course of four days with a bunch of adults. Like, I have no idea. Because I'm thinking, myself at 15, I would have crumbled like a house of cards, you know? Oh,
1: me too. Yeah. However, I've been thinking about this. I'm really excited to see her defend because I think she can do it. (laughs) And I actually haven't watched any videos. But this is just from knowing that she's put herself into this position to do it. and having an eighteen year old well a near eighteen year old who can be wrong about nothing and will argue <laughs> until I am a puddle of jello, I'm like i think she can. I am very confident, I think she can do a great job. I'm really excited to see what she does
0: okay that you know what let's face it at that age, you're right, like at fifteen oh, yeah. to eighteen or whatever we we know everything, and you're right, we would argue uh, our oh my gosh, that's a really great point, so yep. All right. Well, I don't know if there's anything else we want to say at this point, but I do know, should we give our big surprise? Could we give a teaser about our big surprise or should we just say it?
1: Oh, oh just say it. Or okay. We're
0: going to say it. Say it. Well, as you know, if you've been listening to us for a while on the podcast, we just started this thing because we love Canada Reads so much. And we've been so uh, lucky to speak to so many defenders and authors through this whole process. And we have confirmed that Omar El Akkad will be speaking with us later uh, well, later in February, and we will post that as soon as we can. We are so very excited to speak to him. We obviously, just hearing us, we just think the world of him as an author, and he does seem like a really cool guy, actually. And uh, if he lives in Portland, Oregon, he's really cool because Portland's a really cool city. Mm-hmm. So I... Um, I'm just really, really, really excited. I'm, I never thought he'd say yes, but he did, and we are over the moon to talk to him.
1: I am. I'm doing like little double fist pumps right now. It's. Very- <laughs> I know. <laughs> and every time somebody
0: amazing says yes to us, I just, I still am blown away. And I am so thankful for their great talent and their willingness to chat with us and answer questions that are that they've probably honestly answered a hundred million mm-hmm. times but they do it with such grace and i and it sounds like maybe some humor i think i'm looking forward to that since you said that Tara so i'm really excited so that's something for all of us to look forward yeah. to so we will be back with you shortly, probably in a few weeks. We actually have another interview coming up with an author that we'll talk about a little bit later. And we have just so much going on this year. I think 2022 is going to be such a fun time for the podcast. But kicking off Canada Reads now and being able to chat about this is just the highlight. So uh, anything else you want to say to to, uh, before we wrap up, Tara?
1: No, I don't think so, except just keep reading.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you much, everybody. We'll be back again soon.
1: Bye.